This is Adam Hulse. Thanks for tuning into this episode of my podcast. It is March Madness. The brackets are out. All the matchups are set. So in this episode, I am going to be talking about that. I will just be giving a little bit of my breakdown of the bracket. I'll go through each region and point out a couple of things that jump out to me, maybe a couple sleepers from each region. And then at the end, I will give my Elite Eight, my Final Four, and my National Champion. Okay, so let's start with the West region and the number one overall seed, the best team in the country right now, Gonzaga. But Gonzaga's undefeated. They're very, very good. It's not a fluky undefeated. They are very legit. They are a very deep team. They're a very unselfish team. They play a really, really good brand of basketball. No one has been able to solve that puzzle yet this season. They will be looking to be the first team in almost 50 years to go undefeated in the regular season and through the tournament to cut down the nets. We'll see if they can do it. They are definitely going to be a tough out for anybody. But the best shot of any team in this region to take out Gonzaga is going to be the two seed in that bracket in my opinion and that is Iowa. Iowa has Luca Garza who's played like probably the best player in the country all season. He's an absolute beast down low. He's a scoring machine so if he can get really hot maybe Iowa could be the team to do it. I think Iowa is very good and they are going to make a deep run in this tournament. As for the three and four seeds in this bracket who are Kansas and Virginia, I'm not super high on either one of those teams. I actually think Kansas, I think they're going to win their first game against Eastern Washington. But then when I look at the second round game, they're going to play the winner of USC against the winner of the play-in matchup between Wichita State and Drake. I think whoever wins that play-in matchup between Drake and Wichita State is not only going to beat USC in the first round, but I think they are going to take out Kansas in the second round as well. Both of those teams are very good veteran teams, Wichita and Drake are, and Kansas is just not as good this year as they usually are in years past. I think they are a vulnerable team that could be upset, and I'm picking a team like either Wichita or Drake to do so. A couple other lower seeds that I do like in this bracket in that West region, the 13 seed Ohio Bobcats who take on Virginia in the first round. I think Ohio can upset Virginia. Main reason being their point guard, Jason Preston, is very good. He is going to be an NBA point guard. If he can have a big day like he usually does, I think they do have a chance to upset Virginia. And then the other one is the 12 seed UC Santa Barbara. They have excellent guard play on that team and they're playing Creighton who Creighton has struggled lately. They haven't looked great. They got steamrolled in the Big East tournament. They were kind of playing their best ball earlier in the year. Haven't looked as good lately. So I think that's another possible upset in the first round. UC Santa Barbara over Creighton. So yeah, in that West region, there are a couple of double digit seeds I like. Either Wichita or Drake, whoever wins the playing game, UC Santa Barbara and Ohio. But then when it comes down to it, in the semifinals of this bracket making the Elite Eight. I do think it's going to be the top two seeds when it's all said and done. Gonzaga and Iowa going to the Elite Eight from the West region. Okay, now let's move on to the East region of the bracket. The one seed in the East region is Michigan. Michigan is a very good team, very deep team as well. They play some of the best defense in the country. The big problem for Michigan is that their best player, Isaiah Livers, is injured and is not going to play in the tournament. If Livers was playing, I think that Michigan would be a very legit national title contender. Without Livers, I do not give them much of a chance to make that deep run. We will see how that plays out, but again, without their best player, I just don't take Michigan as seriously anymore. There are three teams in this region that I do really like. I really like the UConn Huskies. UConn is also one of the better defensive teams in the whole country. They have a super
superstar player of their own. His name is James Booknight. He's one of the best players in the country. This is a really good team, though. Booknight missed a lot of time this season, and even without Booknight, UConn played very well. But then when he was on the court, they looked like a team that could make a very deep run in this tournament. I think if he played all year, they would have been higher than a seven seed, but that's the seed that they got. I really like Texas as the three seed in this bracket, but the team that I probably like most in this bracket is the two seed Alabama. Alabama, once again, another very good defensive team. They have the SEC Defensive Player of the Year and the SEC Player of the Year on Alabama. Alabama's defense always shows up, but when they put up some points, they're a very, very difficult team to beat. Look, their one Achilles heel is the free throw line, but if they can make their free throws, make their shots at the line, I think they are definitely a team that is capable of making a very, very deep run in this tournament. And then the one other team that I do like in this region is Colorado. I think Colorado can be a little bit of a sleeper as the five seed. I actually have in the Sweet 16, I have Michigan making the Sweet 16 even without Livers, and I have them playing Colorado in the Sweet 16, and I actually have Colorado upsetting Michigan in that matchup. So I do like Colorado to make a little bit of a run. But for me, one of the really, really key matchups in this region, and in my opinion, whoever is going to win this matchup is probably going to come out of this region, is actually going to be a second-round matchup between 7-seed UConn and 2-seed Alabama, those two teams that I said that I do like a lot. I think it's unfortunate for UConn to have to play Alabama in the second rounds. Before the bracket came out, UConn was a team I was looking at to be kind of a sleeper and maybe make a deep run to the Elite Eight or the Final Four. Unfortunately, they get a really, really tough matchup in the second rounds. I just think Alabama is too good. I think they are going to win that game. But as I said, I do really like UConn. It would not surprise me if UConn upset Alabama. Actually, to be honest, if UConn was playing any of the other two seeds in the second round of this tournament, I would be picking UConn to be any of the three other two seeds. Unfortunately, they get the bad matchup with Alabama, so I'm going to have to take Alabama to win that. That one and then also take Alabama to beat Texas in the Sweet 16, a team that I like as well. So, my Elite Eight, my semifinals from the Eastern Region is going to be Colorado against Alabama. Okay, now let's move on to the South Region of the bracket. The one seed in the South Region is Baylor. Baylor has been solid all year. They only lost one game in the regular season and then also lost one game in the Big 12 tournament as well. Look, Baylor, I'm not going to deny, is a very excellent basketball team and I know everybody loves Baylor this year as they should there's nothing really not to like about them but I don't personally like Baylor as much as most people do I think that they are a little bit more vulnerable than they seem Davion Mitchell is a great player and they are a great team all around but again just in my opinion I think they are a little bit more vulnerable than most people think that they are so the question is who do I think can take them out in this region it's definitely not going to be their first game. They're going to steamroll Hartford, obviously, in the first game. I actually look at their second round matchup with, I have Wisconsin beating North Carolina in that first round matchup. Wisconsin is a team that plays excellent defense. I love defense in the tournament. That's kind of a theme here with the teams that I like. You got to play good defense in the tournament. Wisconsin does that. Wisconsin plays at a very, very slow pace. They like to slow the game down, limit the opponent's possessions, and really force their opponents to be super efficient against them because if they start missing shots that's how Wisconsin has been able to grind out some wins 
Grind is really the key word when it comes to Wisconsin. They play good defense. They slow the game down. They are very efficient themselves, and they force you to be very efficient if you are going to beat them. Because of their style, because of their brand, I do give them a shot against Baylor. And I actually have that as a big upset pick in this region of the bracket. I have Wisconsin advancing to the Sweet 16 over Baylor. Baylor getting knocked out in that second round. I think that style of play for Wisconsin is going to give Baylor a little bit of trouble. And if Demetric Trice can come out and have a big game, which he's definitely capable of, I think it is possible that Wisconsin knocks out the Baylor Bears. The two, three, and four seeds in this region, Ohio State, Arkansas, and Purdue. I'm not super high on any of those three teams. I think those three teams are vulnerable to be upset. We'll see how that plays out depending on what those matchups look like down the road. But I do have two of them actually losing their second game and not advancing to the Sweet 16. I have a mini upset. The five seed Villanova over Purdue. That's not a big upset of four or five games. So I have Villanova advancing to the Sweet 16 over Purdue. And then I have the six seed Texas Tech taking out three seed Arkansas. That five and six seed Villanova and Texas Tech are two teams that I like a lot more than the two, three, or four seed. Texas Tech, another one of those very good defensive teams led by Mac McClung, one of the better defensive teams in the country. As I said before, the really good defensive teams are the ones that I do like to move forward. What I really like is when you have a very good defense and then also a star-capable player who can get you points when you need them in crunch time. Teams that fit that profile are teams that I generally think have a decent chance of making a run in these tournaments. And I think that Texas Tech's defense qualifies for that, and I think Mac McClung, their go-to scorer, can qualify for that as well. So Texas Tech, a team that I do like. And then I mentioned the five-seed Villanova. Look, unfortunately for Villanova, they did just lose their best player, Colin Gillespie. He is the leader of this team. He was their leading scorer, also their floor general. Huge blow to this Villanova team. Since they've lost him they've actually lost their last two games they're only two games without him this season they have lost both of those games obviously a big red flag there but look I think that this Villanova team is still good enough to make a run in this tournament Jeremiah Robinson Earl is a phenomenal player he has been their second best player all year some would even say he is their best player on that team now they will be able to lean on him heavily on the offensive side of the ball he will get way more touches than he usually gets. Look, he was always getting a lot of touches, but now he is going to be the absolute go-to guy. And then Samuels is definitely going to get his as well as he always does. I don't think with losing Gillespie that it's going to be a struggle for Villanova to make up the points that they're losing with Gillespie. They have enough scorers to be able to make up that difference. The big question is who is going to step up as the true point guard? Who is going to be the floor general, the leader of this offense, of this team, that role that Gillespie played in. We will see if there is someone other than Earl and Samuels who can step up into that kind of a role. If somebody can, then Villanova can definitely still make a deep run into this tournament. All that being said about Villanova and Texas Tech, those are the two teams that I have making the Elite Eight from the South region with Nova beating Wisconsin and Texas Tech beating Ohio State in the Sweet 16. Now let's move on to the fourth and final region, the Mid 
Midwest region. The top seed in this region is Illinois. Though I think that Gonzaga is the best team in the country, I don't think Illinois is too far behind them. And I personally think Illinois may be the team that's best built to win even more so than Gonzaga is. And that's mainly because of their star power. They have two superstars on this team. One, Io is arguably the best player in the entire country. He is absolutely going to the NBA. He is going to be a very high draft pick going to the NBA. You can definitely make a case that he has been the best player in college basketball this year. And then Kofi Cockburn down low has been an absolute beast. Very, very hard to defend. So big, so strong. A lot of people are calling him the college version of like a Shaq. So that's very high praise for Kofi Cockburn. He is a great rim protector as well. So he's great on both sides of the ball. Those two players make Illinois a big problem for anybody in this tournament. And in my opinion, probably the best equipped to win the whole thing if they play their A game. I think that their biggest test in this region is going to possibly be in the Sweet 16 if they win their games and Oklahoma State can win their first two games as well. This lines up for a clash between Illinois and Oklahoma State in the Sweet 16. I really like the Oklahoma State team and that's for one reason and one reason only and that's Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham also one of the best players in the country, arguably the best player in the country. Most people think he is going to be the number one overall pick in the upcoming NBA draft. He is that good. He is good enough to just put the team on his back and carry them all the way through. He's scored 40 point games this year. He's a great passer as well. He can do it all. And because Oklahoma has Cade Cunningham, when Cade Cunningham is playing his A plus basketball, they are capable of beating any team. And because of Cade Cunningham, I think that is going to be the biggest challenge for Illinois if they are going to come out of this region. The two seed in this region is Houston, who I think is okay. I'm not that high on Houston, but I don't dislike them either. I do really like the three seed in this region, West Virginia. West Virginia plays that notorious press style of defense that Bob Huggins is so known for with all of his West Virginia teams. They force a lot of turnovers. They keep the pace very high. They like to keep the pressure on. And then there is a double-digit seed that I do like in this region, and that is Syracuse. Syracuse was one of the last teams to get in, but they did get their bid. Syracuse has been known for in the past when they have teams that aren't great. If they do find their way to sneak into the tournament, a lot of times they overplay the seed that they are given. When they're a double-digit seed, they are definitely a threat to upset some higher seeds. I do think that they're going to win their first game against six-seed San Diego State, and Syracuse is a team that I would pick to upset a lot of the three seeds in this tournament. Unfortunately for them, they get matched up with West Virginia. West Virginia is the one three seed that I don't think Syracuse is going to beat. So Syracuse, a team that I would like to pick as a sleeper to go a little bit deeper. If they were playing any of the other three seeds in their second game, I probably would take them in that upset, but I am taking West Virginia to win that game over Syracuse. And because I'm not super high on Houston in that 2-3 matchup of the Sweet 16, I would take West Virginia in a mini upset over two-seed Houston as well, making my two Elite Eight teams from the Midwest region, Illinois and West Virginia. So that covers all four regions, making my Elite Eight, Gonzaga versus Iowa, Colorado versus Alabama, Villanova against Texas Tech, and Illinois against West Virginia.
And my four winners of those games and making it into the final four, I have Gonzaga, Alabama, Villanova, and Illinois. So two one seeds, one two seed, and one five seed. Those are the four teams that I have going into the final four. First matchup would be Gonzaga against Alabama. I've already mentioned all the things that I like about these two teams, but I am taking a little bit of an upset pick here. I am taking Alabama to get the mini upset over Gonzaga, giving Gonzaga their first loss of the season, keeping them out of the national championship. I think that the Gonzaga perfect season is going to come to an end against Alabama in the semifinals. And then in the other semifinal, Illinois versus Villanova. Look, I want to pick Villanova to win this game so bad. And if Colin Gillespie was playing, I definitely would be taking Villanova to actually win the national championship. They've been one of the best teams all year. But without Colin Gillespie, it's really difficult for me to think that they're going to be the team like Illinois with Io with Kofi. So it pains me to say it, but I'm taking Illinois over Villanova into the national championship against Alabama, where I think Illinois is going to win that one as well. So my national champion, Illinois over Alabama in that national championship game. I think that combo of Io and Kofi is just going to be too much for anybody to handle in this tournament. Io is already a superstar, but I think he's going to become even more of a superstar when he cuts down the nets and he carries Illinois with Kofi to a national championship. Again, it does kill me to not pick Villanova. I am a Villanova fan. I actually attended Villanova, so it absolutely kills me to not pick them, but I am trying to be objective here and give my true predictions and not just pick the team that I am a fan of. But again, if Colin Gillespie was playing, if he was not injured, Villanova would be my national champions this year. Unfortunately for them, he is not going to be able to play. So I do have them making the final four, which is further than most people have them going without Gillespie. I have them in the final four, but unfortunately losing to Io, Kofi, and Illinois, who will then go on to beat Alabama for the national champion. Illinois to cut down the nets this year. And okay, that wraps up all I have for this March Madness episode of the podcast. Just gave my breakdown of each of the regions, some of the things that jump out at me, some of the sleeper teams I like. Gave you my Elite Eight, Final Four, and National Championship. We will see how my bracket does. Hopefully, it can cash in some winners. March Madness, always a fun time of year because everybody has their brackets. So good luck with your brackets as well. That does conclude this episode of the podcast. We will definitely be coming out with more episodes in the near future. I hope you join me for those. In the meantime, please go and follow me on Twitter. The handle is at Adam Hull Sports. I hope you follow me there, and I hope you come back and listen for my next episode. But until then, this has been Adam Hulse. Thanks for listening.